this is a new episode of the Inspired Geeks podcast. We're now, you can now see our faces now. We're going to be posting on YouTube, more content coming soon. So I'm just saying, what's up? What's popping, everybody? What up? What up? Yeah. If y'all didn't know, y'all can tell now that we're all black guys. Um, if you didn't know already. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully you, you're cool with that. Oh, but yeah, but today we are going to be talking about another fun um, topic. We're going to be talking about some comic books that I picked up during quarantine that I just now got around to reading. I'm going to talk about a new Batman comic that came out like two weeks ago, uh, Batman and Three Jokers. Um, and then you know how we do. We can talk about any other news that we want to talk about um, and just kind of go from there. So do we, we'll start with the comics. Um, Y'all want me to go ahead and start first on the comics? Yeah, you can pop it off, boss. Okay, cool, cool. So I have a couple of comics that I wanted to talk about. One is that uh, I'll start off with the Batman comic, Batman and Three Jokers. That is an intense comic book. I really enjoyed the writing, the art style. It's really great, but the premise is there are three jokers well they always have been three jokers in a dc universe so there's the joker that we know from the killing joke um the old school joker from like the 60s tv show and then the other joker which is more of the criminal mastermind joker so it's like there's no explanation in the comic book but batman and red hood and batgirl go and try to check out what's going on with these three jokers because he's killing a bunch of uh, people in gotham and Batman's like, this is weird. Like I know the Joker, but his personality is different for each murder. And like, everyone is like, what's going on? And Batman's like, he's totally different in this comic. And in the end, I want to, I want people to actually read it, but the huge twist at the end is something that I got to talk about. They actually kill the Joker that we know, the playful Joker, I guess you could call the Arkham Asylum one. Red Hood shoots him point blank in the head and that's how the comic book ends. So I'm like, that's the first time I actually seen like a Joker that's like dead, dead now. And it just raises a lot of questions about, you know, the comics that we've been reading, the games that we've been playing. Like what if there has been like three Jokers all along? Like it explains so much about the different crimes that he's committed in different comic books, how he varies from each issue to issue. Like, we always think, like, okay, the Joker's crazy, so we can just pass it off as his personality, but, like, it just raised so many questions for me, and the art style was so good, and the mystery surrounding, like, the three Jokers and their motives in this issue was just spot on, so highly recommend it. I know I spoiled the ending, but it's still worth the read just to get caught up with Batman, Red Hood, Batgirl to see them working together again. Really great stuff. I'm, I'm excited for issue two and beyond. Um, Got you. Batman yeah. and the Three Jokers, you said? Batman and Three Jokers. That is in comic book stores right now, but it's been out for like a couple of weeks or so. Um, and then to stay on the Batman theme, I also want to recommend um, the Batman Who Laughs trilogy, like but that whole saga, like if you have not read that, like I was, we were talking before we started recording that that is one of the darkest uh, Batman comics that I've ever read just because of how twisted and demented the Joker and that hybrid of Bruce Wayne and the Joker, 
like that's scary man like i was telling chris on his podcast like in the very first issue after he turns into the you know batman who laughs he kills the entire justice league like that like <laughs> like who does that other than batman you know what i'm saying like it's crazy and then the way that he turned uh gordon he pushed him to the limits uh, he pushed Batman to the limits and you know Batman is the ultimate tactician in the whole DC universe so that is just a crazy crazy uh, issue as well Yeah. Um, and then I went back to now I'm going to transition over to my Marvel stuff that I was reading uh, <laughs> so I got caught up on the new uh, Infinity storyline with Marvel with Thanos is back again that's pretty cool and I really thought about the fact that they didn't introduce Lady Death in the MCU which I really wish they would have in them uh, because it explains more about Thanos' motives like in this story he's really trying to impress Lady Death and that's his whole reason for going for the Infinity Stones and all that stuff so and we get a lot of fun cameos from like Adam Warlock again so it's basically kind of like an updated uh, Infinity Saga story from back in the day, but way cooler with more characters from you know the MCU integrated into that. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'll stop for now, and then I'll come back towards the end and talk about a couple of other ones that I had, and kind of let y'all go from here. Uh, well, just to piggyback off of what Will was talking about, the Batman Who Last trilogy, I started that, and I definitely need to jump back into and finish it out because. I'm all about the dark elements of comic books and movies and just any storyline in general when they just push the limit to just how far some of the more psycho psychopathic characters are like the Joker. It's like, all right, how crazy can we make him? How dangerous can we make this person? Let's fuse him with Batman. It's like, okay, now he's unstoppable. He's half Joker, half Batman in the same, in the one embodiment. Like that storyline itself is just, outlandish as hell but it works <laughs> and it's fantastic and just like like will was saying it's the first 15 pages i want to say where he kills the whole family like i think page like three or four it was like he turns around and kills like robin batgirl and all of them i was like wait yeah <laughs> right off the bat yeah off bat like he's at the computer he's like oh i found something whoop I was like, yo, what are we doing right now? Page three? I was already hooked off of that. But uh, disclaimer for me, I don't have a lot of comic knowledge. Like, I want to get into them more, but the few I have read, I keep reading. Like, there's some, <laughs> those are like my favorite comics in the world so far. Because my <laughs> library is so vast, but I have my top three recurring comics that always come back in my like reading list and that's old man logan the kick-ass series and what's my number three it was on the tip of my tongue it's either i don't want to take jojo because i feel like his might be the same <laughs> so i'm gonna stay away from the whole comics <laughs> but those two are up there but old man logan definitely in the kick-ass series oh deadpool kills the marvel universe oh yeah that's, yeah. that's up there for me because uh -huh. <laughs> it's just taking exactly it's just taking the cartoon fourth wall breaking side of like deadpool and just yeah. 
let me just go through all the everybody's in the same dimension now and i'm just killing through everybody and like not to spoil it but i'm about to spoil it but like at the end he like kills his writers and he like turns around and like kills the audience kills the reader it's amazing it's just <laughs> it's just pure deadpool and just it's one of my go-to's whenever i feel like just reading through something one more that's not on this in the um superhero space dc or marvel is an archie comic book and I'm a huge horror buff, and it's an Archie comic where Jughead is a werewolf, <laughs> and the premise is wild, and I've never seen, I used to read, like, the Archie comics, like, you see them in grocery stores all the time, like, you know, Veronica, Betty, everybody, like, Jughead, but, like, they took, like, this random spin on it, and it's just, like, a dark storyline. The characters are their usual quirky selves, and then there's a dark turn, just, like, huge cryptic turn where it's just a gore fest and like a whole slasher and i'm like what's going on right now i was like i thought it was about to be about like teen love and relationships or whatnot like nah not today <laughs> it's like this is an image comic verse or something i loved it but those are usually my top two comics and like i'm trying to get back into it but like as will was saying before we started recording there's so many different dimensions there's so many different reboots like i don't know where exactly to start and to be like okay this is a good dimension because i know x-men's been through a couple reboots where it's like do i want to jump in the unlimited do i want to jump in the x-men versus avengers it's like where do i want to begin because i know i have a lot of favorites i want to read through the phoenix saga i want to read through the um emma frost i love her for some reason i want to learn more about gambit like there's so many iconic storylines but I just don't know where to start and which one should I like, which dimension should I begin before I'm really like, oh, wait, you read that one? Oh, you're supposed to read this one first. It's like, oh, damn. <laughs> I didn't mean to spoil a whole series before I started. But yeah, those are my top two. Cool. Mm. So with me, me personally, I like the very like dark kind of comics. Um, but, but I'm going to start from I start from Marvel Zombies. So Marvel Zombies was one of the one of the top ones that I've read in high school because I actually had a friend who actually lives down the street from me who um talked about that stuff religiously. And he was like, Y'all are missing out, like y'all don't understand, like and I I I looked into it and I was like, yo, I was like, it's zombie versions of all these characters. And then further going into it, I realized that it was an alternate um, you know, alternate dimension. So it was just a planet where all the superheroes are just zombies, specifically. Uh, but it actually gets a lot deeper. I don't want to go into spoilers and stuff, but um, it gets wild because you got regular zombies, Marvel zombies, then you got the regular superheroes from alternate dimensions, and then like the dimensions, the, 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 the dimensions get intertwined and all that and it's just it's wild it's it's wild um but uh kind of similar to marvel zombies is um dc deceased um that was tough too um and that the premise is basically uh cyborg is being tortured on uh apocalypse and the <clears throat> excuse me the justice league are basically fighting off um you know the the forces on earth and basically what happens is so there's this thing called the anti-life equation and apparently it's been affected in cyborgs like internal 
uh, mechanics or something like that. And um, he escapes that planet and then he gets placed back onto Earth. And what happens is like there is a sort of like reaction. So that it's like a, like a virus basically that gets instilled in, in technology. So like your phones, computer, stuff like that. And basically everybody is affected by it. And everybody turns to like these like zombie-like state, you know, and just goes off kind of similar to, to Marvel, Marvel zombies in a sense, but it's kind of darker to me in DC deceased because I was because I read I read the first I think like 10 pages and the look on Cyborg's face when he was like bro it's already too late like I can't reverse this and it's just widespread everybody gets affected and I'm just like dang like just imagine like if we if we lived in a time where superheroes existed in our day and age and it just so happens that I got to look on my phone it's the everyday thing that I look at you know, we watch TV all the time, and it's just like you just automatically just get infected by just by looking at your phone. Yeah. So it's just like everybody's affected. You can't do anything else. Um, but uh, yeah, those two, those two are probably one of my favorites too. But my all-time favorite of all time, well, you probably know what this is, mm-hmm. uh, is World War Hulk. Yeah. Um, by far, <laughs> by far, bro. Like. Yeah. I actually, I actually have um, the prologue and I have the first issue. Yeah, I have the first issue. So I have the prologue and the first issue. Um, and, bruh, <laughs> right, this is what, this is what I, I, I was hoping for from, from Marvel. I was like, bruh, like, Cinematic Universe, like, you guys have the, the, the ultimate pedestal to basically go ahead and, you know, greenlight this. Like, come on. This is the perfect time to do it, but I understand the way that they did it and everything um, with Ragnarok and everything. I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, we get a little taste and whatnot, but I want the Ooh. full effect. Like, I want everything because this story was insane, like insane. Like, literally, this dude comes back and basically beats the living crap out of the entire Marvel universe. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, nah, you get. You're getting dusted off. You're getting dusted off. You're getting dusted off. Like all y'all. But first, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go for Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Mr. Fantastic. Y'all, y'all getting shut down real quick. But um, I always tell people about this too because my favorite fight in um, World War Hulk is Hulk versus Century. <laughs> that fight, bro. When I tell you. I literally got goosebumps looking at that fight or just reading on that fight, bro. I lost it because um, they're basically on the same power level. And we're talking about like Wall Breaker Hulk, like on a power scale of like, yeah, he's pretty much going to beat anybody up. Like you cannot match him. So you got him versus Sentry, which is basically the equivalent of Superman. So he's Marvel Superman basically. And they just beat the crap out of each other until they both beat each other out of their own power levels. So it's kind of like how Goku would face um, like Frieza or, or some other being that's stronger than him and he gets beaten down back to his original form. Like, yeah. what? Like, he beats Hulk so bad that he goes back to being Bruce Banner. Are you kidding me? In Century 2? It's just like, 
bro, like this is crazy. Like I love this comic. Like I love it. I love it. And I'm glad I picked it up because I'm gonna start um collecting those. Uh I think there's five. There's five issues. So I got um four more to go on top of the prologue that I already have. But I also bought one that's called Hulk and Wolverine Six Hours. Mm-hmm. So the premise behind that one is um, basically the Hulk and Wolverine have six hours to save this woman and child uh, from drug dealers. Like I haven't finished that yet. I just got started on that one, but it seems pretty interesting. But um, I don't know. I I feel like I I need to get more into comics because comics are the basic the basic foundation for the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC. Uh, cinematic universe too so yeah. um yeah comics are very important man uh and they don't they don't take that long to read either no they yeah. don't you they can go through a whole series in a, in a day you know yeah yeah absolutely like that's why i try to visit our local comic book shops as much as i can because i would hate for them to go out of business during our current situation with covid so i try to pick up even though comics can if you're like me where i go in and pick up like six seven issues and then i'd be like paying like thirty dollars it can't add up but <laughs> and they're only like five dollars an issue yeah yeah what? yeah and then it's crazy so i mean even if you do what i do sometimes which is i wait like a year for like the entire storyline to come out into like a graphic novel form and just pick it up at barnes and old that's cool too like just support comics y'all but yeah like you said very important that um if you're into pop culture and marvel and dc like you should definitely try to um start reading the comics because a lot of the movies and tv shows are pulling from that now so you can be mm-hmm. kind of like one of the cool kids and be like oh i know what that is so yeah but like i was saying and uh willie talked about it too the other comics that i really um got back into was kick-ass like I loved the movie back in 2010. Wow, 10 years ago. Um, and that, and I, I gotta say, I enjoyed the movie more than I enjoyed the comic books. Like the comic books are a lot, a lot more uh, mature. I guess is what, you, <laughs> <laughs> is what I to put it lightly. Uh, it's some stuff in there that I'm like, whoa! Like people get killed and pretty. Uh, brutal ways and it's some really uh, you know like you know I'm like is this an R-rated movie though? <laughs> what is this? So uh, but I really enjoy uh, Mark Miller's take on Kick-Ass and um, I also was reading um, some old school X-Men comics like and I really really want to see this coming up soon. Omega Red I don't know if y'all are familiar oh, with him <laughs> I was reading an X-Men comic where he was like first introduced and I was like it took six X-Men to take him down he's like almost an Avengers level uh, threat so I'm like I really would love to see him um, in the next MCU movie uh, because that's just he's just an awesome character and I feel like him and Wolverine clashing or him and the X-Men clashing man that, that was dope in that comic that I read I forget yeah. the title, but it's like an older X-Men comic book. Um, really dope. And, but I heard that he was actually in Deadpool 2, the movie, and I'm like, in an uncredited role. They said in the jail scene, he was in it. And yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah, I read up on that too. 
Yeah. Hmm. Um, so I, I, that's just a random thought, but like, um, I would really love that. And then I was reading um, the Spider Getting comic books where they brought all the Spider Man back from, uh, even introduced the PS4 Spider Man into the comics, which I thought was uh... really dope. Yeah. So he's like official canon now in the Marvel comic books. That's nuts. Yeah, that's really cool. And they said that from what I read towards the end of the issue, uh, Spider Geddon number one, is that what happened in this comic is also going to affect the game. So where they left off is he'll have the experience of interacting with all the other Spider-Man and being in that universe. And they're going to bring in some villains that are fairly new into the game so I'm really hyped about that so like Mr. Negative was pretty you know he was a pretty new villain so you know we'll see more of that going forward oh I love that incorporation of video game and comic book and that cross dimensional thing that's dope yeah it really is it really is dope and then um, Miles also has a little bit of a story arc in that, which I feel like it ties into the game that's coming out for PS4 and PS5. So, because in Spider Geddon, the PS4 Peter Parker gets sucked into another dimension. That explains why Miles is like Spider Man into the game. So, why Peter Parker isn't around, he's the new Spider Man of New York. So, that kind of really uh, ties it together well, in my opinion. This is very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Tough. Yeah. I'm excited for that too. And then, um, what else did I read? Oh, I got, well, I reread Scott Pilgrim for like the fifth or sixth time. So y'all already know our passion about that. <laughs> read right there all the way through. I need it. That's a good idea. Since the Green Master's coming back out, I need to jump back on that, read through it, get the lore back on point. Yeah, like it's a lot of stuff like that they cut that's so different from the movie. Like the ending, of course, is very different from um, the manga. So yeah, I highly recommend um, reading that if you guys haven't. Uh, I did also to read um, Brian O'Malley's uh, Worship Worlds too. Yeah, Worship Worlds, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what else? What else have I read recently I thought was really, really awesome? There's so many, like I'll probably have to put like a social media post to show you my huge comic book collection that I have. So it's like, yeah, I'm saving them because I'm like, I feel like some of them might be worth uh, some cash. Oh, another X-Men comic that I read that was really awesome. I haven't read it in a couple of years. Uh, the issue where uh, Wolverine is fighting Magneto and he rips the adamantium out of his bones and that's like yeah. the cover art that issue I forgot how dope that issue was it came out in 93 and I think they did an episode about it on the cartoon too um, that was really dope like I forget that like Wolverine he he gets whooped up by Magneto a lot <laughs> that's, one, that's one villain he cannot defeat bro no he can't yeah. like it's just it's just you know the way yeah. his powers work you know yeah <laughs> and i think that's why in all the x-men movies whenever they came to an encounter like <laughs> he's always be like you never learned <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> yeah how to that man every waking moment i'm like he's just gonna toss your ass don't do it dog yeah and then you know hulk versus wolverine that's always a classic too um, oh, looking forward to. 
yeah, Hulk and Thor, their long-standing rivalry that's touched upon in the movie too. Thor's <laughs> up there, you're right. There's this one, Will, you might know it. It was actually my first comic book purchase. I don't remember the title, mm-hmm. but it's it's a Spider-Man comic book. Mm-hmm. And it's when, it might be, I think it's Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, yeah. That was my first comic book. And I've never seen Spider-Man in that light before. So like my, I think I was maybe like 15. So like my young tail reading through this, I'm just so used to the 90s animated Spider-Man, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is this is some dark craving. Like, I don't want to spoil any of it because it's a classic. And if you don't know the storyline, definitely read through because page for page, it's enthralling. But Spider-Man has the symbiote suit. He wears it throughout the comic. And it's this battle with him and Craven. And I believe that, um, what's that one Spider-Man villain? He lives in the sewers, Vermin. Oh, lit- not not lizard, but uh, not lizard, but like he looks like a rat. Uh, shoot, I think it's Mole Man. Mole Man, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks like a feral like beast. He's in the comic too. But if you want to see a dark a dark Craven storyline, definitely read that comic book, man. I it just dawned on me. I was like, we're like Spider Man. I was like, what was my first comic book? I was like, oh, Craven's Last Hunt. Um, yo, you. It's, it's spooky season, so if you want to get a little creeped out, you know what I mean, before bed, definitely read through that <laughs> one time. Like, it's up there for my... Oh, I, I can't believe I forgot about that. That just brought me back. I might have to read through that. And Marvel Zombies, since it's October, that was a good choice, too. I definitely want to jump on DC, Deceased. DC Deceased. Yeah, DC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was, um, there was one other one, but it'll come back to me later on. But yeah, I definitely got some research to do when it comes to these comic books. I got nothing but free time, so I might as well, honestly. I want to go through that Infinity Saga. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really, it's a good, it's two now. Like, it's the old school one and then the new one that I'm still reading, um, the Infinity. Yeah, it's called Infinity, just Infinity. Um, and it's still kind of based around Thanos chasing the Infinity Stones around, but um, it really focuses more on characters like that aren't typically featured in mainstream media. A lot of like unknown characters spotlight on Fantastic Four, which I really enjoy. They don't get enough love in the comic books as well as the movies. Uh, I don't yeah. know why. Um, so, but I heard they are coming back with a new Fantastic Four comic book pretty soon. So I'm like, I will be picking that up ASAP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I wanted to mention too, uh, since it's October and y'all kind of brought it to my attention, the Blade comics. If y'all have never read those and you've only seen the movies, you're gonna be in for a shock because Blade doesn't really have the same powers that he has in the movies. Like he's more or less a regular dude with like super strength. Like he doesn't have like uh, the day walking stuff that they do in the movie. So I was shocked when I read it and I was like, wait, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I was like, wait, the movie's alive? Like, <laughs> hey, no, wait, Blake can't walk in the sun? Like, he is like a half vampire, but like, he doesn't really have like the same like powers and movesets that like Wesley Snipes has. Oh. Like, he's not really like, I think, what is it? He doesn't really have. He has the uh, bloodlust thing, but like he's not like OP powered full or like, yeah, he's not really a daywalker in the comic books for real, for real. Like that's kind of an exaggeration. So, 
That's bananas. I mean, I kind of like his powers in the uh, movies more than the comic books. Honestly, <laughs> honestly <laughs> I see why, man. That's a yeah. Shot. He's 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 still cool in the comic books. He's still a vampire, but um, I think they kind of introduced. Um, his powers from the movies later on because everyone was like, oh, he's kind of lame because, like, originally he's just a regular, almost a regular dude. So it's like, yeah. just with like a little bit of super strength and something else. But yeah. But he is still half black. So I'm like, I'm still down. So. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's something. But you know, that makes a lot of sense because I remember when he made his cameo in the Spider Man animated series, mm-hmm. he didn't really showcase anything amazing or extravagant to be like a super superhero you feel me so mm-hmm. like I, I was wondering about that because it's like i don't know what we were doing watching the blade movie so young first and foremost but yeah. <laughs> i remember i remember trying to make that distinction i was like why isn't he like going to town on these villains in this show right now i was like blade what what's really going on so that makes a lot of sense maybe it was just more in tune with the com- comic origin so yeah yeah, I remember I've been watching, watching my whole life. I'm sick right now. That's wild to me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Blade. The first time I ever watched it was uh, <laughs> while I was sitting waiting to get my hair cut. They had it on in the barbershop. And hey. I was like, what is this? And apparently my parents own the, uh, the VHS. And I was like, wow, okay. I guess I'm going to watch this. And I was just like, yo, Blade? And then I found out like later on that like, Blade was an actual Marvel character. I was like, huh? Yeah. What? Wow. So, Marvel, so basically Blade's been the first Marvel superhero to ever hit uh, theaters. Basically. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's been holding it down, man. But yeah, I remember coming up with that late revelation too. Like late, late in the game for me. I said, Blade is Marvel? All that blood? Nah, y'all yeah. lying to me. <laughs> yeah. Likewise, like I was like 11 or so when I first saw it too. Um, and then I saw at the end of the credits, like Stan Lee and Marvel. I was like, what's that? And then I looked it up. I was like, wait, Blade is a Marvel character? Like with Spider-Man and stuff? And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. And then, you know, then of course we saw the 90s cartoon, but like he was toned down way, way down for the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was just something funny, like when I read it a couple of years, and I was like, "Blade isn't as cool as his movie counterpart." <laughs> so, like, oh, but I'm sure the new movie with uh, Marshall Ali is gonna be dope. So, I'm oh, still, I'm still hyped. Like, yeah. It's like bring back Wesley Snipes. I'm like, I understand, but Wesley Snipes is kind of old. So yeah, he's about, oh, he's got to be at least about in the fifties, could push in sixty about now. Ain't he? Um, I hope he makes a cameo. I would love that. Yeah, he's still in good shape though. Like he could probably do a cameo or something. Like I would say, I would say cast him as Blaze Mentor. Oh, uh, is it Whistler? I forget. Yeah, Whistler. And Whistler. yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. I mean, I guess if they would be okay with. I mean, some fanboys always have take issue with like the race swap and all that other stuff. Oh, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll be down for it. But yeah, that yeah, be- yeah. So. Would they have to get the rights for that movie for him to use like Wesley Snipes in that movie? Because was the were the Blade movies Marvel movies per se or Sony? Like you know, it's one of them. I think it, they were they were all made by was it Cinema? Uh they were they were under a different banner. So Marvel because the Marvel 
MCU didn't exist back in 98. So they just were like in association with Marvel, but they were through, uh, was it, who made those? Was it, uh, was it, it was Miramax, right? Miramax or Cinna. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna look it up. I gotta look it up. Yeah. <laughs> it was John Wright. It's Cinna. It's like something. Or something. I'm trying. I think I see what y'all are talking about. It's that old school logo that comes on the majority of the movies coming up. Yeah, back in the day. It's Cinna, Cinna something. Cinna. New Line Cinema. There we go. Yeah, there we go. New Line Cinema. Yeah. New, New line, line Cinema. Oh, God. New Line was killing it back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it was. I was like, it's cinema something. So, yeah, New Line Cinema. They did uh, a lot of movies back in the 90s. Rush Hour is under them, too. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I have one more, have one more comment that is highly re- relevant right now, actually, mm-hmm. uh, to a show that's going on. It was The Boys. Yeah. Um, so. I haven't actually read through it completely or anything, but uh, this is when I went to uh, Trilogy, which is in Virginia Beach, uh, when I got these comics. Um, and I just stopped, because I saw it, and I was just like, hmm, let me pick this up real quick. So I started going through like the first, like maybe like 30 pages or something like that. Brad, when I tell you that comic, is completely different not completely different but it's completely different in some aspects of some scenes in the boys tv show oh my gosh and like it's just heavily grotesque and i'm just like i'm just like what like it's crazy um like the part about when um when starlight gets hired and you know dude dude over here trying to trying to get some and in the comics it's the whole the whole squad like all the dudes it's crazy um and also in the beginning where uh Huey loses his girlfriend Robin they're actually in I think at a carnival mm-hmm. or something when she dies and not in the street or something like that but um yeah that comic is it's, it's crazy and I've been doing some research on the the backgrounds of some of the characters like Stormfront and Stormfront is basically like an association between um, a white supremacist yeah. uh, organization and I was like wow this is deep it really went deep for this comic crazy. yeah yeah it really is like it's some comics that can uh, like you were saying like the boys comic that I was a little bit shocked too and I was I read a little bit of it um, I haven't read through the whole thing like I'm trying to get more familiar with it because of the show and everything but yeah I agree with with your points like it's um, I think that's a thing that a lot of people forget is that comics aren't just for kids like a lot of them contain a lot of like relevant storylines and um, mature themes that you know can really resonate with people too so yeah. Um, because yeah like uh, take for example Watchmen like I read that in co- uh, in college and like I did a whole essay on that um, it did well too but like the themes hey. that that talks about <laughs> yeah like like that comic book was like that blew my mind when I first read it because like even my professor was like going to like this deep long lecture about all the themes and, and the stuff that they talked about in it, like with Rorschach and um, the comedian and um, all these other people. And, and I was like, dang, you know, this is a deep comic book. Like, 
if a professor can go, you know, an hour and a half and talk about it and give all these, uh, you know, deep thoughts about it. So that's pretty cool to me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. One thing I think y'all both also touched on was I always enjoy how comic books and even in the anime world with manga comics are always just so much more unfiltered and raw than the TV adaptations or the movie adaptations, which yeah. I understand it's like they got to go through hurdles and hurdles with the censorship boards to even put half the things they want to in their movies through comic books mm-hmm. but it's just like they can do whatever they want in comic books just like the dark themes and just kick ass for example that we didn't want to touch on because they could not put that in any movie if they oh. it'd have to be nc-17 if they even attempted to you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. as 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 to will's point also they i feel like they had to make kick ass much more lighthearted than they did in the comic book yeah. because you're definitely right there's some depressing last of us two type mess in that whole storyline like each series of kick-ass like you would not enjoy the the mf the mother effort as much as you do in the in the movie yeah. in the comics because he's just a demon in that comic book there's yeah. nothing likable about him in that whole comic book series i was like oh Wait, what is what, what happened to the funny character? What happened to like yeah. McLovin? I thought this was nah, two totally different no. characters. And, and with old man Logan too, just like I feel like I have such a strong bias when it comes to the Logan film. I mean, everybody thought it was an amazing, which it was. There's no arguing that. But I love all the elements they pulled from old man Logan because that's another depressing book, man. Like oh yeah. Oh yeah, very amazing action sequences and the storyline is a one top tier. But the origin of what happened, like the Xavier thing that happened in Logan, is much more lighthearted than what happens in the Logan story. (laughs) I mean, Old Man Logan, ten times. And I just remember being on the edge of my seat during the Logan movies. I was like, Yo, I wonder. Nah, okay, they did something else. Who? Because I was there. They're not gonna flashback. They're not gonna show. Oh, they did. He did it instead. Okay, bet. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a depressing story with that old man Logan. And I think, uh, man, man. Yeah. I'm like, dang. <laughs> I mean, the levels of disrespect. Like Marvel. Like I, I take issue with. I love Marvel, but my one criticism is like they give no respect to the X Men and current comic books at all. Like. They're trying to erase them with the Inhumans. And I'm like, that ain't gonna work with a lot of fans, myself included. Like, the Inhumans are cool, but I mean, we like the OG X-Men. Come on, you can't wipe out the whole mutant gene and replace it with the whole um, Inhuman stuff. Like, that just, yeah. (laughs) Kind of like what they did with the game, with the new Avengers game. That's basically the comics, yeah. (laughs) So. Oh, chill, dog. Nah. Yeah, so like y'all just gonna ignore mutants now? Like what? <laughs> I'm blown off that. That's like the MCU route because we don't own the term mutant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm sick. Yeah, like the the X Men have been through the ringer in the comics. Like their population is low um, because of you know the whole battle with the avengers and this disease the uh, inhuman disease so it's like it's it's in bad shape but i heard they're rebooting it because like fans are like protesting like we want the og x-men back so you know i you know they're rebooting the whole marvel cinematic not the cinematic but the comic book universe in like a couple of 
weeks or early next year. So, yeah. Sure. What, yeah. What's the What's the comic? The one where McNeil is like, he's wearing his all white suit, and Charles is wearing his helmet. Mm-hmm. He's got the X on it. You know which one that is? You talking about? Uh, I think you talking about House of. You talking about House of M? Is it House of M? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I've been meaning to read that one too. With his white suit and help. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely um that's definitely House of M, yeah. Yeah. And he's actually walking. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need to get hit to that one too. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, good one too. Um and that also kinda ties into um another random thought that we uh that I wanted to mention real quick. The whole Wanda uh, Vision T V show. Uh, she kind of can manipulate the reality, so I feel like that's what they're gonna do in the MCU to kind of explain um, the different, hopefully, Spider-Man that are coming because we got word that Electro from Amazing Spider-Man Two is coming to the MCU, and there are heavy rumors that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are also gonna be in Spider-Man Three to kind of introduce this whole multiverse thing. So I'm hyped hey, yeah. for all that. Hey. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> these rumors better be fact soon because that you already see me whole ear to ear right here cheesing off that news. <laughs> like this is a rumor and I'm already hyped. Like any news with Toby Maguire reprising his Spider-Man role. Come on, dog. That's my childhood. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Doctor Strange too, too, uh the whole multiverse thing is like really heavy and I'm like now you know with them confirming that i'm thinking it might be true i'm just waiting for the announcement to kind of go wow so <laughs> yeah like so and um i remember i remember they also announced that uh uh that king the conqueror is going to be in ant-man 3. right now, i was actually on twitter and i was talking to somebody about that and they were just like because i wasn't i wasn't all for it because i i, I see king the conqueror as somebody more like, you know, on like a Thanos level, not yeah. completely on Thanos' level, but he's kind of below Thanos a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I was expecting him to be in an actual Avengers movie, you know, but somebody was like, uh, the guy that I was talking to, he said that basically um, they put him in Ant-Man for a reason because it, Kang is actually going to be black in the movie. And it's, uh, what's it? Is it uh, what's his name? He's he's related to Reed Richards. Um, I think it's his son or something like that. But Come on. Franklin, yeah, Franklin. But but Franklin from a different timeline, like like older Franklin. Yeah. Uh, so they were, what they were saying was basically they're going to be introducing the Young Avengers, uh, something like that. Because I know in the Wandavision series, uh, they're going to be introducing their sons as well so yeah. it kind of makes sense you know true let's see what, what happens with yeah, that. yeah I'm excited like all the shows and um, all the news like uh, Flashpoint the movie we got uh, all of all the previous Batmans coming back and another room is that uh, Christian Bell is going to be in that too so all the previous Batmans that'll be cool hmm. and that comic is also like still one of the best DC comics in my opinion. Like if anybody hasn't read Flashpoint, definitely worth reading that. 
all right to me. That returns for me too. Yeah, and in year one, <laughs> and Killing Joke. <laughs> Yo, that man got some hits, man. He does. Oh, and the Long Halloween. Who <laughs> need to get hit to the Long Halloween? Long Halloween, yeah. Is the season, man? See, Will got all the comic book knowledge. Yeah. I'm gonna blow up his phone. I'm about to do that, <laughs> I need a comic book by the every hour by the hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think I kind of touched upon all of the comics that I wanted to talk about. Um, any other news that y'all wanted to talk about? It can be anything. PS5, movie related. They actually announced um, the person who's going to be playing Kamala Khan. Right, yeah. She actually looks like her, too. Yeah, I think her name is Naman Vellani. Go for her. Salute. Bring some color to the MCU, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've been waiting on that. Exactly. We need more diversity. Yeah, because who we got? We got Falcon, uh, Black Panther. Well, sadly, I guess... We got Sherry um, and everybody else in Wakanda. Sadly, we we, we missing our boy Chadwick. Uh, that's about who else? Oh, Rhodey, but he's probably gone too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we definitely need some more uh, color in the MCU. Oh, Mantis. Uh, Mantis. Oh, she, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we got Mantis. Mantis. Um, Samuel Jackson, of course. Oh yeah, right. Samuel, <laughs> Nick Fury. Who they announced it's gonna have a show on Disney Plus this week too. A Nick yeah, Fury yeah. show. Really? Samuel's yeah. in the bag, dog. <laughs> hey, yeah. Boy. <laughs> yeah. It is gonna be a some kind of show of revolving around Nick Fury because at the end of Captain Marvel, he was in space somewhere, and like they never followed up on that. So yeah i figure he'll probably appear in captain marvel 2 or on his own show or something like that oh also uh shang uh is it shang chi shang chi shang chi <laughs> and the uh, 10 rings yes yeah um because a lot of people when iron man 3 came out were mad about the mandarin not being the real mandarin um in that movie but, bruh I was heavily just disappointed. <laughs> I, I watched that by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents wanted to go see another movie. I was like, nah, I'm going to see Iron Man 3. And when I tell you, when I found out that he was fake, I was like, that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Like, you're telling me that you're just paying this guy just to act like the Mandarin, but he's not actually the Mandarin, and the Mandarin is actually white? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Come on. That's not right. Yeah. Uh, uh, my opinions... <laughs> um, I was, so sure. I was I was a little hurt because the dude that played him did such a good job with like before it was revealed that he was just an actor but like he was like threatening and like dope from the trailers and everything um what was his name Ben Kingsley but then they had to retcon it because like so many people were like pissed and was like you know we need the real Mandarin so like in one of the one shots they were like well the real Mandarin's out there somewhere so yeah. years later they're following up on that family so What's his name? What's the what's the name of the dragon too? Shoot. Uh, sh- uh, gosh. 
gosh, it's Sung Shang's. Shang Tsung. <laughs> it was. I'm thinking about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm thinking about Mortal Kombat and stuff. Um, it's something like that. It's something similar to Shang something. Yeah, but I know he has like an affiliation with the Mandarin. Yeah. So uh, I remember playing um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the old Marvel PS2 Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, bring it back, dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, "Who is this?" I was like, "I'm facing a dragon." <laughs> yeah, I'm hype. I'm hype for everything that's going that's going to happen from here on out, man. Um, of course, we got to wait until next year, but yeah. um, we're gonna be kicking it off with uh, Black Widow first, of course. Yeah, I'm really super cool. excited for that. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, y'all. Doesn't yeah. even feel like it, like. Looks like it's only been a couple of months. It's all—it's already been like almost a whole year. I know. Like we're in October right now, and there's no, no Marvel movies, no nothing coming out for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh, I wonder how? Uh, what's that name? Oh, that word. Uh, was it New Mutants? Yeah. New Mutants, right? Yeah. My friends told me about that, so I'm like, I'll wait to let that come out. They said it ain't that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listeners, if y'all seen it, let us know or something. Post in the comments on Facebook or hit us up on Twitter um, if you got a different opinion on that. But from what I heard, it's not very good. <laughs> um, oh, well, we do have a one show. Uh, Wanda Vision is coming out this year. I forgot. On it Disney is? Plus, yeah. Um, I think it's is it November, December? They said this year because the trailer just dropped. What was it last week? Week for last? Yeah, I need to see that. I seen oh, something, I but I forgot to watch it. Yeah, that is coming out this year. So yeah, that's the only Marvel show that's coming out. Oh yeah, it comes out in December. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, that's basically all that I had. Other than um, other than that, did y'all have anything else? Shit for me. Mm, y'all keep up with your orders, with your pre-orders, because I don't know where mine's at. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, bro. Amazon was like, "We're sorry, we don't know if you're gonna get yours in time." Like, just just be vigilant with that because you don't want to lose out on that on your, on your pre-orders. Cause I know Xbox right. did theirs last week. Um, my brother was having the hardest time trying to get an Xbox, but he got one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they are limited qualities. Um, I got very, very lucky with my uh, PS5 um, a couple of weeks ago. I know the Xbox is very limited. Like I heard GameStop only got like like seven or eight, like less than the PS5s last Friday. So. Sorry for all you uh, Xbox fans that were looking for that, but you can try to win one from Taco Bell if you buy a medium drink. I saw the commercial. <laughs> like those are legit too. Like my friend won an Xbox uh, Xbox One X when that came out from Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, it's legit. So that might be a good way to get it for free. <laughs> yeah, salute that man. That's a lot of medium drinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, he uh he entered on the website where they say you can enter for free, so he just did it like every day, 
he just randomly got an email saying, congratulations, you won an Xbox One uh, X. Yo, what are the odds? I think it's like, they only giving away 4,000 Series Xs, so out of everybody in the United States, so it's not too good. <laughs> Unless you go to Taco Bell every day or something, you, your chances are better, but that's not healthy, so don't do that. Oh, I forgot about one more comic, too. Um, it's the Cosmic Ghost Rider. That was tough, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's with Frank Castle, and he's basically um, he's basically the Ghost Rider, and he's carrying baby Thanos <laughs> around. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's trying to kill Thanos, but Ghost Rider's like, nah, I'm on a mission and trying to get him out of here. I think he's on like a mission to get him somewhere or something like that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should get. Um, was he on Agents of Shield? Like the second version, not the original um, Johnny Blaze, but the it's a, it's like multiple Ghost Riders, and one of them was on Agents of Shield um, at one point. So that was really cool. But yeah, about that. Uh, Nick Cage, his movies, not good. Like <laughs> the Ghost Rider movies. Like I remember going to the theater for the first one, and I was like, "It's okay." I give it a six out of ten. Like it was okay. The second one was just like <laughs> I don't even know. I went to I don't know why I went to go see it in the first place, but it was bad like I was I almost walked out of that movie like a couple of times like I went to the bathroom and I was like should I go back and finish <laughs> I was like I'll finish I already paid the $10 to see this I'll just go back and finish it <laughs> uh, <laughs> well yeah um, that's about it for this episode um, unless we got any other um, last comments good cool. alright listeners uh, thank you guys for tuning in this has uh, been fun as always we will be producing more content we got our boy Chris in San Diego promoting us we'll probably do another collab with him and we got a new special guest coming soon who worked with Blizzard who is going to be on our next episode to talk about his experiences so everyone stick in and stay safe alright y'all alright Thank you.